Hey guys, it's Maddox, previously Maldar, now playing Hank on Caverns and Comedians, and I'm just coming with a couple updates you guys might want to know. First off, uh, we've given Scott control of the Twitter, uh, and he loves talking to people, so it's become way more active. So if you want to tweet at us, tweet at CavernsPod, or if you just want to tweet about us, hashtag CavernsPod. Also, we have a website, and it's been updated. It has full episodes, character bios, actor bios, and it's way easier to get to now with a much easier address of just cavernsandcomedians.com. Lastly, we now have a Tumblr, cavernspod.tumblr.com. Kyle's going to be posting pictures up there. Uh, we, we all designed our own minis for our characters. And he's also going to be posting articles on the lore of Tudo. So feel free to check those out. He's already got one on uh, the accents. I think it's just his passive aggressive way of making fun of our accents. But it's entertaining. And as always, please rate and review us on iTunes. That just helps us show up higher in the iTunes ratings. It makes sure that more people listen. All right, thanks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto comedians. Last time, after giving the heart to Coney, the party meets Phoenix's father. The party has just seen Finnick meet his long-lost father. You're standing in the middle of the pennant race, gobsmacked. You're married? You never told me your father was so handsome. I'm not married to my father. I just learned a lot about you. That I had a dad and a wife? And a brother, and a sister, and you work for a caravan. Were you reading over my shoulder as yes, well? Yes, I was. I was reading over your shoulder. I, don't, a man have I no, don't know you You're guys. very Sorry. close to the ground. It's easy to read it's over your so shoulder. It's so easy to read. There's no privacy in this place. Finnick, are you saying you never told them about me? Yeah, uh, no, da. It didn't really come up. I, I, I. He was once one of the greatest caravan boys I've ever had. Wait, what does a caravan boy do? And do you have stories? Oh, pictures. Oh. I just want to hear the stories about your son. Oh, he was quite a rambunctious little boy. Always running about and getting lost and stuck up in trees. Still happens. I haven't been up a tree for a, a long while. A few hours? Was I up a tree? Yes. yes. Oh, I was. I was. That's right. Ah, well, all right. Right. Well, there was one time an eagle flew down and just plucked him up and carried him to a high bound. He was crying his wee little eyes out and I'd climb up and carry him down. Oh, he wouldn't sleep for a week. Oh, the eagles were coming. The eagles were coming. Oh, that explains that dream you had when we were sharing the room. Uh, hey, Da, uh, what are you doing here? Oh, do I need a reason to come find me, son? Uh, I mean, you're far away from home. I, I, I haven't known anyone else to, to leave oh. the caravan. Yes, how did you find your son? Oh, well, wasn't Finnick going off to find his fame and fortune, was he not? Was it, was it not so hard to find someone of, of his stature in this world, I assume? Well, the city's been looking for him, so I'd kind of like to know how you found him. He's not that famous, though. I mean, I don't, I don't know him. Well, maybe I found him on a wanted poster. Maybe I found him on a wanted poster. Maybe my son could tell me how he ended up on a wanted poster. Uh, by the way, Da, these are my friends, uh, Fook and Agata, and this here is Fank. Is and that is Jom. 
it's Hank. Oh, I've been making great friends with John. Oh, have you? He's quite the man, so he is. Yes, he is. He's quite the the eyesore, is what he is. Yeah. He would be quite a catch. Oh, is Phoenix still a little, still a little worried around the ladies? Is that what I'm seeing? I'm not worried about anything, but da. Oh, when the night we married him off, we had to force him into the back of that coach. Da, she was my cousin. I kinky. No, they they try to force you. They try to force you to marry because it's it's just one caravan going around. We don't actually meet up with any other caravans for years. Oh, we meet them at the great moot of caravans, do we not? But you never wanted to go for that, did you? You said, "Oh, da, I'm gonna go off and make my name in the world as a wanted criminal." So you have. Uh, well, thanks for coming, da. Uh, have a pick up a mint on your way out. Yes, please have some dog water. Agata feels a little bad for Finnick being embarrassed by his dad and just silently hands Finnick the pineapple drink. I, I sincerely don't know what was put in this, so no, I'm not going to drink it. Just a little bit of love, little boy. <laughs> Take back Jam's love. <laughs> so, Finnick, I may say I'm a wee disappointed in you, but perhaps I can think of something you might be able to do to make it up to me. What do you want? What do you want me to do, Da? Why did you come all this way? Well, perhaps we could go somewhere a little more private to speak on this. It's a family business. Oh, yes, let's. Uh. Hey, John, can we have a room? Oh, you and I? Sure, why not? Uh, it was, it's a well, little early, uh, but we can knock off a bit. Wait, well, are you two you... dating? Whoa, let's uh, not put labels on yes, this. Yes, it's... um. I got to awkwardly looks at John. That later, but for now, can we have a room to... For, for all of us to talk, please? No, for me and my dad to talk. You stay out here and drink your... Love? Your, yeah, I'll, your love. I'll drink, yeah. Drink what about that back room where we murdered that guy? Wait, what? Okay. Uh, who, who murdered maybe, this guy? Okay, da, come this way. So no, you lead him to the, the back room where you murdered that guy. <laughs> da, he's, he's exaggerating. I got the motions, John, to give Hank a drink. Uh, sure, will do, and... Uh, why don't you just hold on to this later? It's a key with the number one on it, indicating Jom's room. Oh, yes, I do. I got a pocket the key. Hank is luckily deeply distracted by the beer that he's been given and no longer cares about the murder in the back room. It's a nice pilsner. <laughs> in the back room, Phoenix Da paces around a bit. He seems a lot more worried than when he was out on... He seems to have dropped an act. He seems like your old dad. He seems like your dad when things were maybe a little dicey out on the road. Are you all right, Da? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 fine, fine, fine. Things are great. Things are great. It goes like this, so it does. A caravan ran into a spot of bother with some trolls. Uh, lost an entire shipment. It had been paid for in advance, but I'd, I'd already spent the money, you see. Of so I did. So I goes and I borrow some to, to place a few bets, you see, on, on, on the games. You, you just make it back in the... Well, there was a, a bit of a spot of bother when, uh, let's say, the wrong teams won. And, uh, the, well, the buggers, they, uh, they want their money now and I, I kind of owe more than I could ever possibly earn. So I was, uh, I was wondering if uh, perhaps you might be able to help me out of that. I was having a wee ponder. I says to myself, oh, all I need is a bit of a turn in me luck. Just need me to get out of this mess and... Who's the luckiest person I've ever met? But my own apple of my eye. My own wee finnick. You can hardly see the stain where the guy died. What are you doing in oh, here? Oh, sorry, what's I supposed to wait? Yes, oh, yes, you damn are. Damn it. 
Go yeah. have a drink or something. Lick your dog bed. Well, I'm here now. Get out. Okay. Fuchs stands right there. Just pretend he isn't there. Uh, oh, I will. Pretend uh, who isn't where. Everybody out. Everybody out. Oh, well, come on, Dad. We'll they, get you a drink. They might as well stay. Because I think I'm going to need them all. Thank you. What Thank do you, you want us to do? Do you want me to go gambling for you? Is that what you want? Me to gamble for you again? Well, gambling isn't really, uh, hasn't really been kind to me. I, I mean, it's not gambling if you can make it the sure thing now, is it? Which? Well, you people have s- special skills now, don't you? Based on this rap sheet, you must have. Yeah, he's immune to diseases. I am, so if you're interested... Wait, no. <laughs> no. What well, do you it want? it goes to- like this, so it does. Uh, one of the great... Long odd moments in history has come upon us. The two dope perpetuals have a chance to qualify for the playoffs, so they do. The odds against them are 60 to 1. And if you were to say, tip those odds, put a little finger on the scale, perhaps there might be some money to be made out of it, so there is. Your accent just totally followed. I'm just <laughs> making fun of <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> be careful using the word finger, it's a bit of a sticky item for us. Uh, so you want us to tip the scales for you to win money. This seems a little petty, Dad. Well, does it seem a little petty that the cracked pipe is going to have my windpipe? So how much money do you actually need? Oh, about 50,000. <laughs> oh. Sorry, that I was coughing there. About 50,000. 50,000? Yes, 50,000 gold. You gambled away 50,000? Well, not at first. It just sort of adds up mathematically, so it does. Oh, the numbers, they just, they just, they dance, so they do. Why didn't you ask good son? Well, he's, he is a, he is a good boy. He's very loyal and faithful, but he lacks all the, the killer instinct. Well, I hate to be the voice of reason, but we're dealing with death robots and the destruction of an entire city. We can hardly waste time on a simple 50,000 gold that some guy needs. Did we even get another job though no but there are other things we can do things we can investigate things we can do i said that yes you did but it's uh it warranted saying twice yes because it's important i mean lives matter wait a second you said that the cracked pipe was after you oh i so they are you've heard them i would assume well yeah that's the mayor's family is it not oh did this suddenly become relevant well the the cracked pipe has a has a long reach across the entire continent, so it does. They they control everything that uh, goes on in the dark. Well, that's a hell of a reach around. I'm just going to let that one lie there. Da, give us a second. Finnick pulls uh, his companions aside. Guys, he's a he's a deadbeat. He's he's my da. You want to help him out? I don't know. Do you want us to help him out? I guess that'd be the real question. I don't think we should unless it's relevant to our mission. They're oh, important. I disagree. I think we really should help me out. You, <laughs> Dad, I, to, I, I told you to wait over there. They just did the same to me, so I, they did. <sighs> well, he did say about the cracked pipe, so that might be a little relevant. We might be able to get some information about that organization. That feels tenuous. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. I've done that many an evening. Because yeah. straws are like peanuts. You could get it. Uh, da, what do we get out of this? 
Oh, there's my boy. There's a caravan man. Well, let's just say perhaps I've uh, picked up some information on me travel, so I have. Oh, yeah? What kind? Secret, dark, and ancient. Ooh. That's extremely vague. Let's just say that staring your own death in the eye doesn't let you focus on much else. Fook sort of leans leans back and takes a second to think and really look at Finnick's father. And he sees a man who is afraid. And he sees a man who is smart. And he sees a man who is not telling them everything he knows. But when he says he has an ancient dark secret, Fook trusts that he has an ancient dark secret. Two things. One, I believe your father has an ancient dark secret. Two, I've just put some, connected some dots and realized you're inbred. Uh, w- w- well, no, because uh Well, cause yes, because you married your cousin, so well, everyone we, in the caravan married yeah, someone else They in the only caravan. made me marry the cousin because uh, I didn't want to go to the big meeting. That explains why your ears look like that. But everyone else, my dad went to the big meeting, that's where I met my ma. And it's not like the parallel cousins. The chance of a genetic anomaly amongst first cousins is actually quite low. So your wife is your first cousin? Oh, no, not my wife. No. Oh, okay. I had balls. Had? Oh, well, now my wife has them, so she does. Oh, <laughs> what do you? Where do we go, Da? What, what's next? Well, any doctor could look at the ears and tell you. But Would you, you shut up? Well, I've had a bit of a ponder on how to solve this problem, and... Well, a man of my age couldn't really do it, but some people with your skills and abilities and ages might just be able to. I'm at least 200 years older than you are. He's really old, da. You've seen more than I have, and you've done more than I have, so you probably do more than I can. So why don't you just, like, leave off it and stop trying to make me feel insignificant? Jeez, what all is written on my wanted poster? He actually shows you the wanted poster. Ooh. There are very poor renditions of Agatha, Finnick, Fook, and Maldar because they had to leave so much space for all the crimes you've committed so far. And it lists everything. The names of all the city workers, of Cornelius. The names of the cultists even are on there. Wait, this picture of Maldar has none of the medals that he won for saving those orphans. He won medals? Yes! He was a hero, a great hero. Yeah. Yes, yes, he was. Just go with it. Yes, yes. he was. It, it, because the city is evil. They, yes. The city is very evil. And again, this says that I'm over three feet tall, which is a lie. They got my ears all wrong. So did nature. <laughs> <laughs> now, Finnick, I know that all of this has to be a bit of at least of a misunderstanding, but at least I'd like to believe that you had your... Had your heart in the right place. It's currently where we intended to put it, yes. In a box upstairs. Uh, I, I'm i just never going to take anything I hear literally again around you people. Oh, what have you fallen into, me son? Hey, Di, you want a drink? Oh, I'm going to need several more. I'll ask John to get us some. Out in the bar area. John has another fancy drink ready for you. It, this comes in a mango. Ooh, John. Love these. Hey, uh, John. Two ales. Uh, no love. 
And I could use a refill on this dog bowl. And Hank wanders over. He's double fisting two half-empty pints. Do we have a job? or Did you guys figure that out? Or? Finish one before you move on to the other one. It's so weak. This is like the weakest beer I've ever had. John, what, now, what's the deal with this beer? Perhaps, perhaps we might have to get you some special stuff. Please do. He pulls out of a little trap door on the bar. There's a special tap that rises up. and There's a dry ice effect that he has set up for it. It is the tooth of a dragon is the arm on this. As he pulls it down, it's a cast scale, so he's got to pull it down and pour this pint. Got steam coming off of it, dry ice sort of vapor. He blows it off, hands it to you, and it is the coldest beer you've ever held. Hank drinks deeply of it. John is taken aback because he has never seen anyone short of a dragonborn be able to have a pint of Dragon's Bane Ale and not immediately fall unconscious. People don't know this, but like most of the stuff in the sewer, somewhat alcoholic. So I'm kind of have a resistance. Wait, you drink poop water? It happens. It just gets up in there. I can vouch for that. Oh, you're both gross. Miff and Gorm stand up and just pat you on the back. Gorm says, why don't you give me one of those? John pours it for him. Gorm takes one sip. And falls stiff as a board straight back. He's not, he's not as experienced with a drink as I am. The entire bar is very impressed with Hank Brody at this moment. So you, you get your drinks. You have uh, Phoenix Da has a bit of a, a whiskey going. Because he's been, he's been there for a day and a half. He has started up his own tab. So tell me, what was your son like as a teenager? Well, we stopped knocking on his caravan door, so we did. So you just kept walking in? Oh, that no. seems strange with a teenage boy. We tried to tell him about sin, so we did. And sin he did. I knew I liked something about him. By himself in the room? Just a lot of model airplanes and masturbation. <laughs> How do you masturbate a model airplane? I was a teenager. Everyone does that when they're a teenager. Masturbates model airplanes? When you're a teenager? He builds model airplanes and, and masturbates alongside them. <laughs> They're not connected. I just happen to be by a model airplane. Uh, I don't know. It seems like a big coincidence. Yeah, do you have a fetish? I was going to say, you must have some fetishes to masturbate alongside model airplanes. What the uh, hell is an airplane? Yeah, but they don't come up every day. I've seen them once or twice, but they're very rare. Yeah, a, a gnome would know that. Like, there's, It's a flying contraption built, built by the gnomes. Though note... Last time we mentioned an airplane, you went out of your way to just try to describe it as a bird. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were like model birds, <laughs> but mechanical. I we used to call them the Tink and Dink. <laughs> I like that. That I was like, my nickname in high school. <laughs> I like that name. I'm I, gonna call you that thing. You're the Tink and Dink. Oh, that that is not my new At name. At least for this arc. Fook is scraping it into his shield. <laughs> Agata is bent over, <laughs> laughing hysterically. So I've had a bit of a think about how we might go about our little business here, if you're willing to take on me little job. I think we need a bit of a hint about this darkness, just to see if it's worth us oh, our time. Good. There's something buried under the city. Something evil. Something powerful. This isn't 
Does this make sense to anyone? I think we, you may have to be more specific, because as far as we're concerned, there's a lot of things under the city that are evil. But this is making me think of that uh, book thing that we saw upstairs okay, at one point. I, I, folk, folk. Where big evil not, came not, up. Okay, this is not the... And destroyed no, that, This is for a private conversation. This would be a good time to forget things. Ooh, okay. Okay. Great. Uh, da, go ahead. Something under the city, evil. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I guess that's a good hint. Uh, well, I'm not going to give away me whole hand now, am I? You seemed a bit hesitant to help out your old dad, so he did. Who kept you from death, who raised you in his own way. And gave you model airplanes. Well, we had to take them away from him. It was unwholesome. The man who made me help him gamble for most of my adolescence. Well, what else would put food on our table? Uh, I don't know. Um... Just a regular caravan job. Uh, by the way, what were you talking about with my wife? Yes, let's hear more about his wife. How is she? She's about the stoutest halfling you ever did see. About twice as stout as any other halfling you might have seen. She's she a, a powerful one. woman. How did you walk away from that? How else would you be when you got all those wee barons inside of you? You have children. Oh, so he doesn't, so he doesn't. Oh. Well, he, he walked away from us, so he did. Left her there, all alone in the world. No companionship. Except for good, son. What are you talking about? Well, he's taken her in, so he has. Oh, well, that's a good thing to do, just family-oriented. Aye, he does the right thing, so he does. And he's going to do the right thing by your bastard children. Wait, What? What? Well, technically, he's responsible for them in a legal sense, so he is. Oh, so he's been stopping your wife? Yeah. Well, Finnick never really seemed interested in it. That's true. Finnick never seemed interested in sex, but yet he masturbated to model air. I'm so confused now. I've learned a lot about this guy. There's so much backstory this guy has. Okay, I'm not just going to have sex with anything. I'm not just picky, I'm finicky. (laughs) 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 Right, and do you think that's what we Sheila wanted to hear on your wedding night? Of course he's interested in sex. I vividly remember being in the back of a pharmacy with my hands all over his stuff. I'm learning a lot about everybody today. I mean, that happened, right? Yeah, but that that was a a, a cure for something that I got from a hotel. So you used me? Folk... Sit down. That hurts. Me telling you to sit down? No, I sat on something. <laughs> okay. Are you going to get off me now? Give it a minute. Well, I'm glad everything worked out, I suppose. And someday you can come back and do the right thing. Uh, yeah, someday. Well, we're just going to let that hang there, are we? <laughs> so we are, so we are. In two days, the two dope perpetuals have the last game of the season of the Mage Handball League. Perpetuals? Why are they called Perpetuals? John Hortens has heard sports talk, and he's walked over. Now, he was a, he was a, jo- he was a, a jouster. Hey, did I uh, hear you guys talking about the Imperial Association? We were talking about Mage Handball. Right. I, I never took you guys for the type. Well. Oh, well, yes, we know a lot of sex moves. Well, this is a, this is a sport. It's, oh. it's not quite as manly as jousting, not quite as thrusting as jousting. Well, why would anyone want to watch a sport? That was the weirdest way to word a sentence. He said that right into a goddess's eyes. I got a wink to back. 
Why are you talking into her eyes? It's personal space. Move back an inch or two. Well, did I hear you asking about the the name of the two duo perpetuals? Yeah. Why are they called the perpetuals? They'll tell you. It's from the city's motto in Incendium Perpetua. You know, the everlasting fire. But we all say it's because they perpetually lose. Am I right? Am I right? How would we know? I'm not sure. They're not a strong team. Hank, you would know because you are a working class guy. You probably even have been to many games that the Tudo Perpetuals have been a losing team for the last 133 years of their 134-year history. They won the very first ever Emperor's Cup, moved into a new stadium, and have been losing since then. You know a little bit about this? Yeah, no, we make fun of the Perpetuals all the time. They're like the laughing stock of the whole league. So who's your team then, if not this city's team? It's very awkward that way because you're supposed to support the locals, but everyone just sort of switches to whoever's winning. We just follow the lead. Oh, well, that's a. You guys are very. F- what is it called? Affinity. Finicky, finicky. Yeah. No, 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 finicky no, no, is what no, some people no, say. No, that's not some what, people no, call that's, it. That's not what I was about to say. No. <laughs> the, 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 that's the, a very that, nice catchphrase. They call it fickle. Yeah. They call it fickle. No, it's no, finicky. It's, it's fickle. Very John funny. pipes in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We are diehard perpetual fans here. We There's a nobility cheering for a lost cause there's a certain romance in standing up against impossible odds and keeping on fighting well, if you're gonna die it might as well be hard uh, this year it's the Octavia Owlbears that I'm really watching those guys are good so you want us to go beat up a sports team right well you don't necessarily need to do that say so they're going up against the Masakara Mamers this this coming game uh They've kind of come up in the league this year. Uh, they, they changed their name. They used to be known as the Mutuals, but they were bought out by a mysterious consortium. And, well, most of the roster is uh, kind of green now, if you... Not inexperienced, but orc Oh, I thought you meant sick. Wait, so we need to beat up these memories? Well, we can we can take it a few ways so we can. I had, I had a few ideas of what we could possibly do, or possibly do it all. See... The thing is, you can't take a man out for injuries. That's why the Perpetuals have a chance, because the Maimers have taken out three other teams and left them unable to continue. But if you get sick, you don't have to play and you can be replaced, because they think a true competitor will play through the pain. But sickness isn't competition, is it? So you could perhaps replace some of the Perpetuals, or you could... uh, do some damage to some of the maimers, maybe make them a little less powerful. Well, I'm bored. Let's play a hand of elf poke. Yeah, I could do with that. I'm falling asleep here. Yes, I'll deal you in. I mean, why don't we just play for the perpetuals? I mean, we couldn't be worse than the tournament roster. Those guys are terrible. Aye, they are, so they are. That was, that was kind of my favorite idea. I've always wanted to see Finnick in a uniform playing sports like a real boy. Hey, I, I play in a casual league. I wouldn't mind seeing Finnick in a uniform. Uh, you know that's not going to lead to where you think it's going to lead to, right? I have this memory. It is short shorts, though, so it's like pretty short pants. Mm. Well, they they leave a full range of motion, so they do. So wait, if we play, we have to wear the short shorts? Traditionally, yeah. Ooh, no one wants to see 380-year-old knees. Well, that might give you an advantage. People will be running away from you, so they would. My thighs are actually my best feature. I can see. They're at eye level. <laughs> the thing is, I would need 
to place a rather significant bet on the perpetuals. And I uh, seem to be short the seed money. And you think us as wanted people have money? Well, why else would you be doing it? Are you going to turn us in for the money? So wait, you want to gamble with our money? Well, Finnick, we're family. It's our money. First of all, this is shared between the four of us. No, three of us? Five? D- okay, not you. Three of us. Three. So I can't make the decision. This, my family does not make it yours. Well, we owe this guy a little bit of money because he'll never see his family again. He owes his, yes, he owes. Why, he why would I get to see my family? Well, you're a wanted man now. You're one of us. I can still like pop in. Well, if you want to be arrested, say hello. They'll probably be watched by police for the rest of their lives. Oh, my kids. That <laughs> 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 broke my heart a little bit. We'll put in the money. Wait, what? 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 We don't have any money. What? Do we? Wait. How much money do we have? Wait, first you, let's. You, you just got that bag. I I'm, did. Let's let's talk about what is involved before we start talking about money. It's Here's easy. We idea. just play, and we're gonna win, obviously, because we're. Better than everyone. I've seen you fall out of three trees in the last day. Well, there's See? not going to be any trees on the on the thing. Sometimes they have trees. I mean, you <laughs> kind of have to take out at least a few of the perpetuals. Like, they'd either have to be sick or worse. Wait, significantly are you, worse. are you trying to tell us we have to kill people? I'm not saying you have to do anything. We're not those sorts of people. We're not Maldar. Um, Wait, what? No, uh, we're not... Kind of people who... Maldar, the one who had that garage sale to raise money for the homeless? <laughs> <laughs> We're not the kind of people that do that sort of thing. I mean, I'm not, but I mean, Finnick, Finnick's a murderer. I'm, I'm not a murderer. It's, I, I made a note. Well, you are a mind controller, so hold that against yourself. No, I don't want to. All right, then help us out. <laughs> I mean, I'll play a sport. I'm good. I'm good at mage handball. It's fine. We'll do it. Right? How does someone play this sport? I'm concerned that this sounds like a game that mages should play. It's it's called wands. It's very involved. You really want to go through this right now? Can Wait, we yeah, leave wands? this for later? <laughs> hey, John. Little man. Anything you need? Oh, that's my nickname for him. Mm. Even though he's slightly taller. Okay. Well, I'm going to reserve my hate for now. Uh, how much is it for a jug of that horn stuff? A whole jug? Yeah. Well, a pint's ten gold. So a jug is... We'd only need one pint. He says it knocks one sip knocks most people out. You're going to need more than one pint to knock out most people. I'd say a keg's going to cost you about a hundred gold. How many pints are in a keg? Well, I have a markup. How do we sneakily make someone drink a keg? Well, no, we just need to knock out four people. We just need to knock out four people and we'll take their places. It takes just a little bit of sewer water for most people, unless they're paladins. We could just go with sewer water. I just thought that it was cool to kind of like... That re- would make the smoking gun we... actually be incorporated in the second scene, so that would make sense. Smoking gun? Yes. What's that? Well, it's a, it's a dramatic thing. Yeah, I, think, oh, it's a... I think you mean Chekhov's gun? Thing. Yes, well... That's, that's a different thing. Sewer water's cheap and plentiful. All and right. we, frankly, we have a bag full of it. I guess we'll just use sewer water. By the way, Jom, uh, non sequitur... Where do you keep your kegs? You know, I like you. Oh, I like you too. I like you too. I like you too. Wait, are you all talking to me? I know I'm new, but could someone pay me some attention? I feel real left out. Anyone like me? You seem all right. Really nice thighs. I'll take it. Yeah, in terms of people, I'm not just picky. I'm finicky. 
Too long. You've already used that. You got. You can't use it twice. Word of advice, <laughs> Fiddick. Can I give you a word of advice? Don't try so hard. Just be you. Hey, John. Can I give you a word of advice? Is it your finger? That's what I'm talking about. And I'm not telling you where I keep my kegs. Finnick sadly puts his finger back into his pants. <laughs> You've got to... Uh, <laughs> that's more dirtier than you meant. You keep saying things and then looking smug and giggling to yourself. Yeah, I'm trying to find a catchphrase. I told you that. Why? Who in life has a catchphrase? You do. Do I? Yeah. Ooh. What's your name? Hello, my name is Fook. And what are you immune to? I'm immune to diseases. Agatha, what are we? Idiots. Uh, Jam, what's your nose smell like? It smells fine. What about you? What about me? Is it thigh related? No, what about me? I like that one. What? Hmm? What? I, I'm new. I still don't understand what's happening. Idiots. Oh, that, that's a better one. That's a better one. What? What's happening? Idiots. This is a terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Elf Poke. <laughs> it was your turn, by the way. Ooh. So. Fook plays two cards and takes off his tunic. Well played, Fook. Well played. Thank you. It's a gambit I learned somewhere. So, why don't you say we get in a good night's rest and tomorrow morning we can go down to the stadium and check out the locker room, perhaps. Okay, so, yeah, I think it's time for us to turn in. Agata is trying to uh, signal to John to usher Finnick's dad out of the room. Fook starts looking around the bar for someone to share his dog bed. Finnick's dad finishes up his drink. Slaps his hand down on the bar. Well, Finnick, it was great to see you again. And I hope... I hope this brings us a little closer together. We'll see, Dad. Well, it's definitely brought us closer together. I now know something about you. It's uh, complicated. Everything's complicated with this boy, so he is... Oh, the tink and dink, oh, the tink and dink, and he walks up to his room. So, are we doing this, guys? Are we really doing this? Well, he does seem to have valuable information. I mean, I'd rather us play some sports than kill people. And you guys seem to do one or the other. So. I don't think they need to be mutually exclusive. Well, are way, any yeah. of us good at sports? I'm all right. Well, I can hold a sword. I think I can throw a ball. I'm pretty dexterous. You shouldn't throw the ball in mage handball. That's not how that works. Okay, I can learn the rules. Wait, do you have to use magic in mage handball? This is encouraged. I don't know magic. I'm a human. I can heal things. Your cleric, clerics use magic. <laughs> Well, I can almost I touch can, my knees. I can, I can see from all your unks and stuff. You, you cleric, you, clerics use magic. You, you know magic, right? Yes, I know magic, but okay. Why did you just say you didn't know magic? You, you clearly use. You just use your sword? Is that how you do? You just kill people with your sword? You do not use your magic? She just uses her sword. Wow. Well, and guiding bolts. Okay, that's magic. Bolts. That's magic. That's be, magic. Okay, okay, Farron, you, you lose magic. I don't really feel like revealing much about myself to you. you well, I got her. Do you feel like revealing something to me? Why don't we uh, go upstairs and I can teach you the finer points of mage handball? Maybe show you my wand? Oh, sounds like fun. Uh, Let's, we're just going to play a little one-on-one. Oh, the simple rules. Yes, yes, it's the simple rules. Um, yes. So let's pick this up tomorrow, guys, and uh, I guess we'll go play some ball. All right, Rebecca, or I'll leave the bar in your hands. And he's talking to this little knoll monster thing that he works behind the bar with him. Fook's eyebrow raises. Hello, Rebecca. 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 Thank you for correcting me. I find that very sexy in a woman. Well, what's your name? 
Hello, my name is Fook. And I have a dog bed for the evening. Wait, wait, what? What? I feel something went wrong there. <laughs> Before turning in for the night, Hank sits at the bar and writes a letter to his wife and children, <laughs> explaining that he's currently on run for the law, that it's just a big misunderstanding, and he'll be home as soon as he can. Breaking my heart again. He's got a family. So the night passes. Fook hears more sounds of haunting. Another tear rolls down Fennec's cheek. He spends the night building a model airplane. (laughs) (laughs) The morning comes and you all go down for some breakfast. John starts whipping up some scrambled eggs. Does a little omelet for Agata. Fennec Star comes down, has his, his morning whiskey. So you'll all be off to the uh, to the stadium. So you will now. I'll, I'll uh, take the seed money and go and uh, place the bet. So so shall I shall. Well, why don't we send someone with you to place the bet? Not that I don't trust you. It's just you tend to uh, gamble things away weirdly. Oh, well, this isn't gambling now, is it? This is an investment. So it is. So it is. Do you think we can trust him? Wait, how much money do we have? Let's pool our funds. We we have. I've a- got thirteen gold. We have enough. But uh, do we trust him is the question. Do we trust him? Well, speaking of trust, what do you mean we have enough? How much do we have? Yeah, you're being oh, yes, really how much? evasive. And I, why do you have a giant sack? I don't, I don't really feel comfortable sharing the amounts that we have. Agata is nodding with her head towards Finnick's dad. Um, but let's just say we have enough. And if I'll tell you if we get in private. How about you whisper in my ear, and then I'll whisper in Fook's ear, and then Fook will whisper in Fink's ear, and then we'll all know. This seems like uh, just waiting for a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not. Let's just say we got enough. Question is, do we trust Phoenix Da to go along? Well, Phoenix, of course you trust me, don't you? Yeah, look me in the eye and tell me that you think I trust you. So who's coming with me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if Jom has some spare time. Look, I... I can't go back to the gambling world. It, there was a reason I had to retire early. There's a reason I had that injury. He stares into the distance, in the middle of the distance, remembering something. So are we going to place that bet all together? Since we don't trust him? I'll tell you what. We're all wanted. Oh, I guess you are too now. Yep. Yeah, yep. thanks for that, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> you know the most about sports. Oh, yeah. So go with him, place it, meet us in the locker room. Um, I have to say, we're sending the guy we don't trust with the guy we just met with the well, whole I bunch have, of money. I have a very trustworthy face. Look at this. He face. could still turn us in for the wanted money, too. This is what I'm saying. I, I got to, you go with my da. And you place it, and then you meet us in the locker room. Why don't you all stay here, and I'll go and do the money thing? Because you might forget. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll write it in my shield. Okay, I'll go with your da. If you are moving towards where the stadium is, it's just actually outside the market district. Uh, there's a bit more open space there, so there was enough space to build this place. Um, across from it is a place called Beeston's Boarding House, which is a hotel and bar that does a rousing business whenever there's a game. And it's also where the players stay and people hang out there before and after the games. Uh, Beaston himself once played for the Perpetuals. He's basically like Jom on the other side of town. It is about 9 or 10 a.m. 
There's also Tannenbaum's Counting House, which Phoenix Da points out. Or over there is where the cracked pipe does their business, so they do. In the back room, they've got a secret book going. So what are the odds against the Perpetuals? Oh, right now it's 60 to 1. So how much do we have to bet for you to get your money well, back? Well, if we bet it all, how much do we have? We still enough. haven't figured that out. Yes, because we might actually get some profit out of this ourselves. Yeah, we don't know if it's enough if we don't even know how much he lost. Uh, well, we know he lost 50,000 guys. Guys, if, if we need to win 50,000, all we need to invest is 833.33 repeating gold. Then that's 60 to 1. That will work out. Wait, 833 turns into 50. Jeez, I'm going to invest some money. Yeah, 833.33 repeating. You got to repeat it. You can't just do this without repeating decimal point. Well, why don't we just go up to 1,000 and scrape off the top? That's a good call. Great. Wait, so, we have 1,000 gold? What? Can you go? Well, now we know that we do because she just said okay. We're so rich. we have at least 1,000. I've never even seen so much gold. Phoenix, da, uh, da, we could use a, a, a good purse to place our bets with. Do you mind popping into the shop and getting something for us? All right, I just uh, kind of light in the pocket at the moment, so I am. Yeah, here's a gold piece. Oh, fine then. Oh, I'll get see how this goes out. Then I see Trust me. I don't feel so great sharing this in front of you still, Hank, but oh, whatever. Coney gave us this bag. Oh, yes, that little bag thing. Yes, it's it's kind of a magic bag. Oh. Imagine, imagine your bag of pooping, but with gold inside. So there's a lot. There's a lot. And you we, can get the gold out and then poop in it. No, we're not going to poop in it. This one, this bag's mine. Oh. Okay. Right, so how much is it? Last time I checked, we're talking multiple thousands of golds. Is she always this aloof? Like she's just being unnecessarily aloof. Yeah, wait, how wait, much? She's is being very like? secretive. Talk in front of this guy. I don't I'll, trust. I'll him. do earmuffs if you need me to do earmuffs. Okay, I'll do earmuffs. Hank, earmuffs. Hank immediately turns around, covers his ears, and walks away about ten feet. Okay, guys, we have about ten thousand gold pieces. Good lord! Good lord! I know. So I think we could place a bet of a thousand or two. Yes, and then we could go on a shopping spree. Maybe a thousand. Montage. <laughs> Oh, okay. Montage. <laughs> Pretty woman, walk on by. Finnick darts into a mouse store and comes out with a mouse. <laughs> all right. So we've all shopped out. Great. Uh, so here's the plan. Oh, yeah. oh, Hank, Hank, you can come back oh, now. Oh, yeah. Now that we've finished our shopping spree. Okay. You're going to go with my da and place, out, place the bet. Yes. You're going to go down into the sewer and grab some sewer water. You're In my brand new armor? You're immune to diseases. Our new armor's nice and shiny there. Okay, you're going to reach into your bag of pooping, grab some poop, mix it with water. That's Ooh, enough. Done. Uh, okay, good. Fook stands there with a poopy hand. <laughs> uh, and Fank and I are going to go into the uh, the tavern and see if the players, at least four of them, are still there. Why am I doing with these players? Uh, because you're a part of it now. You're going to come in with me. Okay. And if they are there, yeah. keep talking to them so okay. that we can keep them there. So we get to meet the players. What? We get to meet the players. Fook goes into the, the bar. Wait. Oh, Fook's... Okay, Fook's already doing what we want to do. Find my da. Well, you were taking too long. Uh, you see Phoenix da walking back with a cloth bag. Probably cost him a copper. Hey, where's the change? Oh, it's, it, this was a gold piece. It's really, really overpriced, I think. But it is an heirloom, so really it has a resale value. I, I lost the receipt. I'm sorry. Just let him have it. 
Yep, okay, so we're gonna go to the counting house. Look at me, I've got a, got a fine woman on me arm, just about to place a bet and I've got money in me pocket. Such Actually, I got money in the pocket. What oh, are we betting? I've got a sugar mama, so I do. So <laughs> let's just go in here and let me take the lead. So you walk into Tannenbaum's counting house. It's sort of a, a run-down wooden building. In the front of the sort of the front room, there are a lot of shifty-looking types milling about, sort of talking to each other in hushed tones. They stop to look up at you, but they try not to make a big deal about it because they don't want to be noticed themselves. You see a man sitting at a desk who is writing in a ledger. He's sort of hunched over it. He's on a very small writing table. It's a bit too small for him. Uh, he's got like the fingerless gloves and it's even though it's late summer outside, somehow it's just cold in here. And he's just furiously scribbling into a ledger. Pay no attention to him. He's just there to do the counting. All his work is absolutely meaningless. So it is, isn't it, Bob? I'm doing it for my kids. I like a schmuck, so they are. And everybody laughs at the whole joke that everybody tells. The back room is where they do the business here. Phoenix Da likes, takes you by the arm, makes a very proud show of showing off that he has this large, powerful woman beside him. And he leads you to a door where he knocks in a very specific rhythm. Which shaving a haircut two bits? Yes, it is shaving a haircut two bits. And from the other side. And a little slit opens in the door. One good eye and an eye patch looking back. I'm down here. The slit closes. A lower slit opens up for the small folk. Yes, but I'm up here. The small folk slit closes. <laughs> the top one opens. Her you. I'm with him down there. The slit closes. <laughs> the small folk slit opens. Have you come pay your debt? Oh, so, well, well, the funny thing about that is I haven't quite got all the money for it, but I, I would like to try to win it back, so I would. Your credit's no good here. Well, that's the funny thing. The funny thing is that I've got a new backer. I've got a new backer, so I do. So I do. This this lovely lady with me here. The small folk slit closes. The large one opens up. You got gold. I got gold. Give me a taste. That's just twisted. He means give him a coin so he can bite it to see it's real. Oh, that's still twisted, but whatever. She hands him she hands him a gold crown. He has his mouth open. He's waiting for you to put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... Um... What? You don't just hand it to him. You keep your hand on it and, like, you don't take the gold until you place the... Sorry, sorry, man. She doesn't know... Sorry, left eye. She doesn't know the rules yet. I gotta put the coin in his mouth. He bites on it. You can see his tongue sort of wrung and over it just as though he's tasting it. And then he moves back. The slit closes and the door opens. I feel violated. Oh, it's okay. You get used to it in the gambling business, so you do. And in this back room, it's opulent. It is polished, dark walnut on the walls and a big walnut captain's desk. And left eye sort of rushing to get back because he had to open the door himself so he wants to get into like the swivel chair and so you kind of see him do this so he doesn't quite pull it off but he sits into the back 
sits with his back facing you and swivels back around. We told you not to come back until you had your money. Bleakfoot. Well, uh, see, the thing is, I, I've got, I've got, I've got a bit of seed money, and I was hoping I have a very good feeling, a very good feeling about this game in a day or two. So you know, it's plus four hundred on the maimers. Well, I don't, I, I don't want to place some money on the maimers so much as I do on the perpetuals. So you're throwing more money down a hole where we're gonna throw you. This is all very dramatic, but uh, can I place a bet? Left eye pulls out a drawer in his desk and pulls out a large leather-bound book. And he opens it to about three-quarters of the way through, and you can see line after line, names and numbers beside them. We're going to need your name. The name's Agatha. The bet's on the perpetuals. And here's a thousand gold. I'm going to need to count this. One. Two. Do I have to be here for this? Three. Four. Twelve. Five. Twenty-one. Six. Eight. Seven. Eight. Do you have to nine. lick each one of them? I've lost count. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> two. Just kill me now. Three. Wait, I got a scale. <laughs> this has been Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto comedians. Starring Oliver Giorgio as Finnick the Rogue, Joanna Houghton as Agatha the Cleric, Scott Thrower as Fook the Paladin, Maddox Campbell as Hank the Wizard, and Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. Audio recording by Andrea Miller. Theme by Derek Baldwin. Edited by Maddox Campbell. Created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell. Opening and credits read by Ralph McLeod. Caverns and Comedians is a Kicks and Giggles production. More information can be found at kicksandgigglesentertainment.com slash cavernsandcomedians or on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and review it. Your support will help us make more episodes. Thanks for listening. 793, 794, 795. Seriously? Seven. Was that 96 or 97? Oh. One, two.